So what many of you may not know about my dear sweet husband here is that <laughs> he has a background, his background, he has many backgrounds, but one of them in particular is a um, background in wealth management, banking. And when I tell you he's a teacher, if you've been listening to any number of our podcast episodes or just anything that we've done or he's done, you can easily see very quickly how much of a teacher he is. I mean, a teacher is a teacher is a teacher. So much so that we're at home having a random conversation, doing what we normally do, whatever that is for that day. And we're going to be sitting on the couch and he just starts teaching. Like I could ask him a question about one simple thing. Husband, where did you put that piece of paper? Well, you know, let me tell you about what happened about this piece of paper. paper Let me tell you where the paper comes from. Let me tell I'm like, husband, can you just tell me where you put the paper? So that's, that's how it is around the Buckley household. Okay. So you put him being a teacher and you matching that with his passion and desire for people to learn. Plus his, um, intent and intense input of hours on top of hours on top of hours of reading about economics and finance and how money works and all these different things you add all that together and we on any given day in our household could be out of nowhere having a legit economics class and i mean in the sense that he will break down to me why whatever current event at whatever time is going on not only why is it so important but how it is impacting and it will continue to impact the economy and then he breaks it down even further and then he says well let me tell you why this is important to us and our personal economy but do you think he stops there oh no he does not stop there my friends and family he takes it even another level deeper and he tells me because this is what will happen this is now how we need to position ourselves and think about these types of things this is what we need to do this is what we don't need to do this is where we need to go this is where we don't need to go all because of whatever situation could be happening in the world he breaks it all the way down and i so appreciate you for that i need to say that publicly okay i'm not making fun i mean i am making fun. i appreciate it thank you but i just think it's so funny but rich it's rich conversation i'm like and i'm always like dude bruh you need to be teaching this to other people like this is great like this is i'm just like wow about it i never thought about how something on the other side of the world not to mention things happening right here in our country are impacting not just the local economy but our economy in our home and what that means as business owners and what we need to do so i always say man you need to be teaching this you need to share this information And he did years ago after he left the bank, he created a course about investing and teaching people just the nuts and bolts of understanding investing. But we talk about it. He talks about it. I listen all the time here and at home. And so I recently told him just the other day, I said, you you know what, especially because of what's going on um, in the world with this pandemic and what's to come next year, what that's going to look like, like we hadn't seen nothing yet, like what's going to happen is still going to happen and what we need to be doing now as maritpreneurs as family legacy builders to make sure that we are in proper position and that we are investing now that we do not miss out or sleep on these opportunities that are right in front of us that are here right now and so i asked him i said husband i know this wasn't in our plan when we were doing content planning for the podcast after we just did our finished up our um, quarterly meeting Mm -hmm. and we were not talking about this but it hit me 
this morning or yesterday. I don't know. I think it hit me yesterday and I told you this morning. I was like, I think we should do this or you should do this. <laughs> um, I think you should do a podcast episode on just the basics of investing, what to look for. I don't know what all you're going to talk about. But anyway, I mentioned it to him and it's going to be good. That's all I'm going to say. And that's all you're really going to hear from me at all. Like I'd have nothing else to say. I'm going to let him do what he does and get out the way, but just get ready for that. I wanted to do that little intro because I know he wasn't going to tell you the truth about it. I know he wasn't going to tell you that it just oozes this level of content and information that will literally change generations oozes out of his mouth on the daily big facts. All right. So y'all give it up. Virtual round of applause. Woo, 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 woo. Woo, woo, woo. Arsenio. (laughs) (laughs) Arsenio. Owen. Buckley. Let's go. That's what happens (laughs) when your wife does the intro. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Okay, so even talking about everything that's happening in the world today can be very distracting. It can be very exhausting. And by that, I mean distracting in the sense of all that is actually happening. Sometimes when there's so much going on, there's a tendency for the media, there's a tendency for, I mean, just even of our own nature to try and focus on one out of 10 things or two out of 30 things. But the reality is is that there's so many things that are happening and they all have a certain level of importance. But at the same time, we don't want to just hone in on one thing and miss all that is happening uh, in other areas as well. And oftentimes... The area that gets missed the most is pertaining to personal economics, pertaining to our personal financial situation. And as the world turns, markets are responding to world events. And so one of the things that I think is important is that as we look at what's happening in the world, we ask ourselves, what are those implications for me, for my family, for us on a very personal level? So if OPEC or, you know, just say, you know, Saudi Arabia decides to to produce, you know, five million more barrels of oil a day. How does that impact America's oil economy and how does that impact you and I say at the gas pump? Now, I know not everybody's driving right now because you really can't travel right now. But the point of the matter is, is that as events happen, even across the seas, across great oceans, they still have some level of impact on yours and my life in a very practical way. So I know it can be exhausting talking about everything that's happening in the world, um, but there are opportunities that abound to invest right now. There are opportunities in the market. When I say market, I use that in a very broad sense, in a very broad term. So I could be talking about both stock market securities as well as the real estate market. But there's so many opportunities that abound right now. And I just want to unpack 
for you and I. I just want to unpack like four keys that everyone who is interested in investing, especially right now, needs to know before they jump out there and go and do it. So before you jump out there and take that leap, there are four things or four keys that are really important for us to really examine, assess, and ask of ourselves. So let's jump right into it, all right? So the first one is really dealing with awareness. When we say awareness, you can really look at this in two questions. A, where are we financially? As married entrepreneurs, we need to be asking ourselves, hey, where are we financially? Notice I said we. This is a conversation that needs to happen between both you and your spouse. Husbands need to be having these conversations, initiating these conversations with their wives, and wives need to be engaging in this conversation with their husbands. Where are we financially? That's the first question. The second one is, okay, what are the opportunities that exist? So as you look at where you are, you want to look at what opportunities there are that exist. It's kind of like going into a mall that you've never been in before. And there's a, there's a specific or a particular store that you're interested in getting something from. So you'll go into the mall, maybe you'll park by the food court and you'll walk into those center doors and you'll see this big legend key. And there's a big sign that says you are here. And then it's color coded. Maybe it's there's numbers that speak to what floor the store you're looking for is on. So when you see you are here and then you've identified where you want to go. The you are here, and when you look at where it is you want to go, you see where you are in that in relationship to that destination. So then you can figure out what's the quickest path or the best path that you desire to take in order to get from where you are to where it is you desire to go. So asking yourself as marriedpreneurs, you two asking yourselves, where are we financially? That's like the you are here on the legend key. And then what opportunities exist? Well, you're only going to be really looking at what exists and then what it is you desire or where you two desire to play as investors. So awareness is so important. But let's break it down even a little bit more. What does it mean to be aware? Well, it means to to really look at your budget. You may say, well, we really don't have one or we kind of have one, but we just maybe look at it very loosely. Well, this is a time to really hover and huddle around that budget. And say, okay, what do we have coming in? All right, great. And then what are our expenditures? Okay, great. And then what is our debts? Okay, we see. Now, where do we desire to invest? So awareness is key. The second one, the second key that I want to share with you guys is really dealing with acquisition. Acquisition, when we say acquisition, we're talking about what skills and knowledge base do we need in order to be successful investors? Some people say, well, I have capital, meaning they have money and they want to invest. I'll never forget. This reminds me of I met someone one time who came into a windfall. They came into a huge sum of money. And this was a a person I knew pretty well. And they came into this large sum of money. And someone they were talking to that really wasn't a teacher, really didn't really wasn't really invested in making sure that they we're investing smartly and wisely. They just say, "Oh yeah, invest in this, invest in that. It's worked for me." They really didn't give it. They really didn't give them any data. They really didn't share with them the the nuts and bolts of things that they need to know and to look out for as investors. So this person that came into this windfall just really started investing, and they were throwing money into the market. 
And from what I understand is they told it back to me. They were losing it as fast as they were throwing it in there. So basically they were throwing good money after bad. This is what happens when people who may be aware of where they are financially, but they haven't acquired the knowledge base or the skill to really understand the market, whatever market they're investing in. And they just throw money out there and they didn't acquire it. They didn't acquire it. They didn't have an acquisition of knowledge. So if you're going to be a smart investor, a wise investor, if this is what we're going to do, then we've got to invest in our knowledge base about investing. See, it's one thing to invest. It's another thing to know what you're doing as an investor. So that's going to be very important, which then leads us to our third key, the third point that I want to share with you guys, and that is this, allocation. Allocation. So allocation says, where do I streamline my resources? So in other words, when we think allocation, think about deploying resources. Think about where are you sending monies? And I'm specifically using these terms for the purposes of those of you who are interested in actually becoming investors. And so allocation, where do we streamline? Where do we earmark X amount of dollars to investing? Once you are aware of where you are financially, what opportunities actually exist, and then you go and acquire, you invest in getting the knowledge base and the skill set. The next thing to do is then to allocate resources in that area. Now, this can look like two things. On one hand, you could be allocating resources and capital in those areas that you desire to play, those spaces of investing that you desire to play in. That's one type of allocation. Another type of allocation is what can you do to increase your resources to invest? So maybe you need to allocate um, you know, a certain area of resources or rather derive more resources from a particular area, i.e. talking about your businesses. Maybe this is the time to really ante up your business. Maybe this is the time to really look at opportunities for additional income as it pertains to your business. Maybe you need to look at your business model, the two of you as married preneurs, and say, where, if any place, are we leaving monies on the table? Because the more revenue you bring in, the more revenue you can allocate towards investing. So that's really, really important, allocation. Which leads me to my fourth and final key that I want to share with you guys, and that is asset management. What do we mean when we say asset management? So the question that really surrounds this key is, what is an asset? First, the two of you got to be clear on what is an asset. If you don't know what an asset is, then it is possible to name something that's not an asset an asset. So let's just, for conversation's sake, define asset. Let's define it as anything that puts money in your pocket. All right. Then what would be the what would be the antonym of an asset? What would be the antithesis of an asset? What would be the opposite of an asset? Well, obviously that would be a liability. Okay, so let's define a liability. What is it? Anything that takes money out of your pocket. So assets give you monies. Liabilities cost you money. So when you consider an asset, 
and liability. And by the way, we all have assets and liabilities. The game is have more assets than we have liabilities. It's only problematic when our asset column is far longer, more extensive than our asset column. Did I say that right? When our liability column is more extensive and longer than our asset column. When there's more things that cost us than there are things that pay us, that's a problem. So when we say asset management, the question becomes, what kinds of assets can we buy? What kinds of opportunities exist? Opportunities to acquire more assets that exist, can we buy? We want to make sure that we're getting more assets and managing them well, then we are going out and purchasing more liabilities. Okay, so let's review those four keys that I mentioned. Key number one, awareness. What does that mean? What is the question around awareness? Where are we financially? What opportunities exist? Key number two, acquisition. What skills and knowledge base do we need in order to be better investors in this space or in this area? I'm not going to go jump out here and invest in real estate by you know, a piece of real estate and become a landlord. And I have no knowledge base of what it even means to be a landlord. I don't know what the pros are. I don't know what the cons are. I don't know the different types of properties to even invest in as a landlord. So that's important. Third key, allocation. What, where do we streamline resources? What areas do we need to direct monies in order um, for us to be savvy investors? So we want to look at allocation. And then fourthly, the fourth key is asset management. What is an asset? What's a liability? And which ones are right for us at this point? See, it's not just enough to say, oh, that's an asset. The, question, the real question is, is this the right asset for us right now? Should I go out and invest in single family homes? Or is this an opportunity to go invest in multifamily properties? Should I go and invest in single stocks, individual stocks, or is this an opportunity for me to you know, invest in mutual funds or ETFs? So those are the kinds of questions that we wanna ask ourselves. So let's now transition and move to our next segment, which as we know is enjoy the journey together. All right, so here we are at the Enjoy the Journey Together segment. This is where we wanna give you a practical tip for you two as married entrepreneurs to really make sure that this time uh, and what you've learned in this episode is really enriching and joyful to the both of you. All right, so here we go. We talked about four keys, right? We talked about awareness, acquisition, allocation, and asset management. This is for those of you who really want to be investors during this time and during this season. And before you jump out there, you want to look at these four. But to really enjoy the journey together, here's what we found has worked very well for us, and we know this will work well for you guys as well. At every level, at the awareness level, at the acquisition level, at the allocation level, and at the asset management level, these four keys, guys, meet at every, have a meeting about each one of these keys. Don't meet at the awareness key, just talk about that. And then one of you just goes off and does the acquisition, allocation, and asset management. Don't meet at just merely two of these keys. You may need to have four separate meetings about each one of these keys. And so the more you meet, the more you agree. 
the more opportunity you have to to really get into agreement. Make sure you guys are in agreement about your awareness. Make sure you agree where you are financially. It's not good for one of you guys to have an idea that's not compatible or consistent with the other one of, you know, the other person, because one of you may think we're okay financially. And the other one may think, no, we're not okay financially. One of you may think this is a great opportunity. And the other one may think, no, that's not an opportunity. So it's really, really going to be helpful if you two meet at every level. So meet at awareness, meet around acquisition, have a meeting and come into agreement around allocation, have a meeting and come into agreement around asset management. Even if one of you may be better at one of these keys than the other, still both of you want to have a meeting of the minds where you are in agreement. All right. That's how you enjoy the journey together. Guys, now let's just talk big facts. Was that not amazing? Come on. Was that not amazing? All I have to say is I'm so glad that finally got a chance to hear his heart and the wisdom and the insight, time-tested principles that our family has experienced the benefits of, and now you all um, can go and do the same thing as well, too. So I'm just happy that you're happy. I know you're happy because <laughs> I'm happy to see him and hear him do this. I don't know if you know or if you want more information about getting step-by-step instruction on how to actually do the things that he shared and do the and implement the principles that he shared. But I recently asked my husband if he could reopen the doors to his InvestWell class for beginners. And of course, he went ahead and did that. I'm like, I just feel like there's so many people who can use this information. So I want to make sure that you all have access to it as well, especially while he has the doors open to it right now. I think it's been closed for a couple of years. You hadn't yes. shared um, the information recently with people until recently. He uh, recently opened it back up. And I said, let's share the information, share it with the the folks and uh, who are listeners who are there on the Mary Penua Life podcast. Our clients have access to this information, those who are in our Love and Launch Crash Course, but um, we usually offer this as just a part because we want to make sure as you all are building your increase in income, you have the wisdom on knowing where to allocate it and where to put it. So um, invest well for beginners is definitely your next step if you're like, okay, that was amazing. How can I get more of that? I want to get started right now. So I'm going to bring him back in, loop him back in so he can tell you all about the invest well for beginners class. Yeah, guys, so this Invest Well for Beginners class, I'm so excited. As you know, we just said, it's for beginners. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I like to call give your money a job course. This is where you, in, when, when you guys consider what you're doing in business, the revenue that you're bringing in, this is a great, great course for you to really step up um, your knowledge base, as we talked about area, um, earlier, excuse me, to be investors. Now, there are about six modules in here, um, and it just covers things like learning your appetite, banking your brokerage. I'm going to show you the 12 for 12 strategy that I use, how I took 20, uh, literally $20 a month, sometimes $20 a week, and grew it into thousands just one year later, just 12 months later. We're also going to cover the ABCs of real estate investing. We're going to talk about the types of real estate opportunities that are out there, especially now amid COVID. Also, we're going to talk about how to find the best real estate opportunities. And this is really important because so many people say, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. In fact, I was just talking with a young lady yesterday about 
somebody that is, you know, about how people are really like raking in six figures just off of Airbnb. Listen, all of it is a part of the real estate market. And so we're going to have you and I are going to have one on one um, sessions. I'm going to cover so many different things with you guys. So you understand every step of the way how to go from literally not knowing virtually anything to actually knowing how to become a savvy investor. So I think we should go ahead and share the information so the people, the good people out there can go ahead and hop on this opportunity while the doors are still open. So you can head on over to www.investwellclass.com. Investwellclass.com. And there you have it, folks. There is no excuse now. Go build your family legacy. Here's to walking purposefully, powerfully, and profitably profitably in in sync. sync. All right, peace. Peace out. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back again. Another episode, press play, now you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm -hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. And know it's not as easy as one, one, two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back (laughs) that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording